0: Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. I am your girl, Tiffany E. I'm one-third of the Down for the Count podcast. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, I'd like to welcome you back to the show. So this episode is going to focus on wrestling news. So we're obviously going to talk about WrestleMania, the impact of WrestleMania not happening, how this all should play out what we think, our thoughts on it. We're gonna bring Don Rex in and make sure he gives us his thoughts on it. We're gonna talk about it all and we're just gonna have some free-flowing conversation about wrestling. And then we will lead right into the top five. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Count and I'll see you guys in there.
1: So this leads me to our first discussion topic of the night. Um, breaking away from wrestling shows, WrestleMania, um, with all the craziness going on and everything being canceled, Vince and and Co. still haven't said Mm -hmm. if Mania is going on or not. Now, City of Tampa is pretty much saying, look, don't come. We don't want you here. We want your money, but we don't want We don't want y'all bringing anything that you don't know you don't have. They're playing it safe. Now, there have been a few things thrown out for saying that they should have a very toned down. If they're going to do WrestleMania, they need to have a very toned down and have it at the Performance Center. And there'll probably be more than likely no audience. It'll just be whoever's supposed to be there, be there. It won't probably be not be a seven hour show. And they'll have, and it'll be remembered as that. Now, we all know Vince doesn't like losing fights. So the rumor was that if the city of Tampa tried to cancel Mania, he was going to sue. Mm-hmm. I, so my question to you guys, and I know, because the city, I'm going to be honest, I grew up in Tampa, and city of Tampa ain't going to let that shit fly. And they'll be like, okay, you want to try to sue us? <laughs> Good luck. Like that's pretty much what they'll tell them. Like they're not afraid of Vince McMahon. They had to deal with NFL, NBA, all that shit. So my question to you guys is, if they don't cancel Mania and they proceed to go on, do you think they're going to have it at a Performance Center, or do you think Vince is going to be like, no fuck you guys, you're not getting another, you're not getting Mania this year? What do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm.
2: That's
3: a good I don't think they'll cancel it. I think, they it, I think it'll get postponed. You are right. that's what
2: I think. If they do go on with man. the event, like let's say they let's say they don't postpone it, though. Let's say they just decide, look, we're gonna go on with it. There's no big you that's gonna take them. So they have to have it at the performance center and everybody's gonna be watching it on the network. But I think that it's not going to happen. And I think that they're going to end up, they are, They most likely they're going to postpone it. But I, I think it's going to be, if the postpone happens, that would be very, very odd to me. Because you're going to be running interference into other pay-per-views that you're supposed to have. So that means you will have to cut out all those other shows you can have. Because let's say they decide to push us back to a quarantine of two months. After WrestleMania is usually some pay per view, which I believe now is backlash. After backlash is money in the bank. And then after no, money in the, money the money bank they pay per view in the there Money bank is gonna be first. Okay. And then you have well, you got money in the bank, possibly backlash, and then you have SummerSlam. They're not gonna wanna interrupt SummerSlam if I, God willing, the coronavirus will be, current, will be, you know, taken down, and at least we can start living our lives normally again. So, if that happens, if did I say it gets pushed back all the way until August, back around the time of summer, so it would get, it would run interference. You would have to not have SummerSlam to put on WrestleMania. It would make more sense to just cancel it all together and just run with the pay-per-views you have. You're already running. 22 two, two pay-per-views a year. That is a lot. And I know that's a big ticket, but let it go. Like, it's not even worth it at this point.
4: I have two things to do. So, my first one was to my first one is to Broadcast it in an empty, honestly, have it at Raymond James if they allow it. If not, um, obviously, per the Performance Center or somewhere else. I feel like, don't they have another property somewhere? I don't know. Something. Broadcast well, it. Tampa, just so they can the Tampa get...
1: Convention, the Tampa Convention Center, where they're going to have WrestleMania access, um, yeah. was was tested positive to have the coronavirus in it that's why they canceled access
4: wow okay so never mind so whatever have it at the performance center <laughs> have it at the per- have it at the per- performance center sorry this explanation is like a little bit overly intricate so have it at the performance center and says obviously everyone's concerned about them losing so much money you're gonna learn you're gonna lose some money but at least try to make something d- take it off of the network Take that mania off of the network, put it on
3: YouTube.
4: ESPN Plus and Fight TV and whatever pay-per-view stores, so the wrestlers can at least make some money for it. Yeah. Have only have only um the champ have only the belts defended. That's it. Only have and best Randy
2: offended. and a story.
4: And Randy mm-hmm. and edges. That's it. That should be the only non-title flex. No, nothing else matters. So and so and to get this. So any and also so anyone who did not. So any anyone who is not. So anyone who retains at Mania has to drop their title the next
2: night. What?
0: Here's
1: Wait, what I okay. think.
2: I have a question. I have Hold on. I don't mean to cut you off, I have a question for that. So yes. you want people to pay $50, because that's usually the going rate, to watch WrestleMania with no audience on ESPN, Fight TV, or whatever streaming service they decide, only to then drop the title the next night.
4: Yeah, so my thing is, is that – Mania, this is like where a lot of the wrestlers make their money for the year. Even if they don't wrestle on Mania, they still get a chunk because they do a lot of like the promotional stuff, like going to local news stations and all that stuff. Obviously with this going on, this is not happening. My is the viewpoint of me having getting the wrestlers money that they're mm-hmm. mostly going to lose on. Like you
2: think that about is, it like I don't have a problem with getting the rest of his money, but that would cause a shit storm with the fans. Yes, it I know that would cause like, a shitstorm. It'd be like Robin Peter to pay Paul. because
3: okay, 'cause I'll okay, guess so my whole description, they do that shit. I don't care about it. Yeah. I guess I, I mean I don't of this really. <laughs> It's well,
1: it's,
2: it's not that it, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I wouldn't pay for it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars for mania and it's not the mania that I would normally pay fifty bucks for. Okay. But well how about I I understand it. I'm just like it would it would one one way or another somebody's
1: gonna be pissed off. Okay. Well how about this? Let me let me play devil's advocate. If they are going to take it off the network Because right now, nowhere is showing any type of sports. If they are, it's reruns. Just hear me out on this, okay? Okay. What if they took WrestleMania, they put it on Fox, because Fox has nothing going on right now, no sports, no nothing being shown. So what if they put it on Fox for free? Well, hear me out. They put it on for free. WWE will get mass super ratings because, again, it's well, there's nothing else on TV. They have the championship titles. If this is – and they don't know what's going on, they need to make Drew champion. They need to, you know, whatever. They need to do something because right now they're – like, right now, if you, I know Tiffy said, like, they're going to piss off the fans. The fans are already super pissed off now as it is. Because we have no idea what the hell's going on. And right now, we need to know what the hell is going on. Are you having mania? Are you not having mania? Like, you know, people before all this were like, you know, I need to take the time off. I need to, like, take, because everyone gets the WrestleMania hangover, even if you don't drink. Because last year damn near killed me. I don't know. <laughs> y'all. That was a, a If long
2: they day. do that, though, they would end up cutting off USA Network. Yeah. and that would cause even more drama because USA okay. Network's gonna be like well if you're gonna put this on TV it needs to be on our network we've got the longest relationship with you they would be irate
3: or they could the just you know, it, have these matches on their uh, respective shows
2: they could the only That's thing that too. would
3: be the problem would be the uh, Charlotte versus Rhea match no, they can instead, have that
2: on, NXT. that on NXT. Cause don't nobody on Raw want to see it. So just put it on NXT. Have all the matches on their respective shows, and just don't do WrestleMania. Don't do it. I, I, I'm, I'm out. I say don't do it. Unless something it, happens within the next man. week or so, I say cut it out. Cause you're not going to win no matter how you do it, unless somebody else got a better idea. Because if you go with Nicole's first idea, you're going to piss off somebody. If you do it where the fans aren't there and the titles are defended and then they drop the titles the next night, you're going to have problems. People are going to complain. It's going to be a shitstorm on the fan side. If you do it Alexis' way, you're going to have a problem internally on a business side because you're biting one hand to feed the other.
1: Well, they need to figure something out because if if the fans are, look, we're pro wrestling fans. We get pissed off at least once every other day about something. Yeah, but it'd be a good piss off. It's usually but they, I mean, they have, they, okay, before we knew like this stuff was creeping around before it became the pandemic, okay? Like, shit's being shut down. There's no NBA. There's no NHL. There's nothing. Yeah. They they needed a backup plan because they, I mean, it's like, oh, you know, WrestleMania, rain or shine, we just put a, a thing over the the, the the ring. Like, we just put, a, a like, a tarp over the ring, and if it rains on everybody else, oh, well. You know, it's Florida. They'll get over yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. they... <laughs> they Vince Vince they should have been working on a plan the minute the minute that the major sports brands start putting out hey you know for the safety of our fans we're canceling the rest of the season we don't for our fans our players everybody we we don't we we need to take safety into it this is when Vince should have been on the phone Hunter should have been on the phone somebody should have been on the phone That whole family should have been on the damn speakerphone with somebody trying to figure out Plan A or Plan B, because Plan A ain't working anymore. You know, Vince
4: on the phone, but he was busy screaming at everybody. And that's (laughs) fact. She
2: She right. She right. This isn't something Um, that we we could have controlled. Okay, so there is a rumor that Vince had a contingency plan involved in when with this particular. Issue If it was to come up. So instead of canceling the event, he wants to move it to a smaller venue. The problem with that is, is that the governor has issued an ordinance just like our governor issued our ordinance for our state. You can't have um, large crowd events at any time of day at all. The city is like, we're not honoring this. We don't, we can't have this event here it could cause a wide massive spread of the virus. We don't want to be an epicenter for that virus. We don't want to do that. So that is the problem. It doesn't matter if he had a contingency plan or backup or not. There was no way to logically put this event on with the way that the virus came, went and spread amongst the states. There was no way that he could do this And still be able to save face for WrestleMania. Because no matter how you spin the story, somebody isn't going to get what they deserve. And ultimately, the fans will pay the price, the wrestlers will pay the price, or WWE will pay the price. And in my mind, I prefer the billion-dollar company to pay the price because they're the ones who could actually afford it. Sometimes you just have to bite the fucking bullet. It's not it's not gonna kill WWE for WrestleMania to not happen. Just make SummerSlam your WrestleMania. And then look ever, forward to next year.
1: That's all you can do. Did y'all ever think in your wildest life like ever that you would ever hear of WrestleMania being canceled?
2: No. I
4: don't know if the world was ending, yeah. <laughs> <Wow>.
2: oh, <shit. laughs>
3: <laughs> so no. <for>
2: <laughs> but Don, what, oh. what
3: do you think? Because I, I, we didn't ask you. We just kind of your answer. Back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, honestly, I don't even, I don't even know. It's hard to even think about. Cause on one end, we all know Vince is all about the money. But at the same time, you know, morale is really in the air. So, so
1: what more can you do? Morale doesn't even exist right now, because everyone's yeah. fucking scared, dude. Like, that's sense. the sad
3: part.
1: And then, this
2: the, the thing is, if you're willing to risk your wrestler's safety just so you can say, you went through the storm with this, and you were like, "We did what we wanted, we did it, and we we braved that." The next act.
4: I think they wouldn't even be able to get past that. This is just from like the government in general, so that's why I. And this is what I think. I see he. I don't think he doesn't want to cancel on him, himself, which he needs to. He wants the state to do it. He wants another form of government to do it they, he wants them to forcibly do it so he can wash his hands from it but it's very irresponsible well it's it's not like the f- people who live out of the country can go any anyways because it's like a travel ban and all that stuff and this is just like in general but it's the point that it doesn't matter because like it's not going to happen no no form of government is going to let this happen whatsoever
1: and I I told you guys this before, but if you are new to the show, I'm born and raised Floridian, born and raised Tampa, okay? We've had situations before where bigger companies in the WWE have tried to pull shit, try to make us look like the bad guy, and when they didn't get their way, they threatened to sue us. And the city of Tampa basically threw up their arms and said, come at me, bro. Because you may have scary lawyers, we have scarier because we can afford it. <laughs> okay. Um, my mom was telling me this was long, long time ago. There was a situation where it was like um the flu. The flu was like really bad. And there's a big thing that wanted to come to Tampa and Tampa's like, No, we're not letting you do that because we have it the flu is running around crazy here. And they're like, Well, we're still gonna go on and pretty much they are trying to to do the thing Vince wants to do it's it's to bait them and I see what he's trying to do no
4: I don't think he is I think he just needs to just like I don't know d- do some other shit
1: um mm-hmm. but
4: I know we're done talking about sat down and this is that um I just wanted to mention this because I know if I don't I'm gonna forget about it and Kay would kill me but I wanted to talk I want to ask you guys about Don I want to ask you about Ruby Riot what
3: mm-hmm. do you
4: think about her?
3: Um, I like Ruby. She can go on a mic. go and on a mic. Um, I think Ruby Riot is what Paige wanted to be, essentially in a nutshell. And I think you know when Paige came back and Ruby Riot came up, I think essentially we was going to get that at some point to you know uh-huh. to see what was going to go on. But um, I like Ruby. I've seen her on NXT. A fatal four-way match. She did pretty good. She did real well. Um, yeah, there's no ill feelings. I would like, to, I would love to see what she has in store with us for the future. And I'm glad that she went and got her surgery, so now she can move about fully without any issues. Facts. Oh well, yeah. Uh-huh. I like Ruby. There's no ill feelings towards Ruby. Now, the only other person I don't like was uh Sarah Logan. I don't know. Nobody likes her. Lord. But I will say that she showed out in the Chamber match. I'm not going to take that away from her. She did what she had to do. She need to fuck out of Natty, but um any but
4: <laughs> what I want to talk about Ruby. Um I think there's literally a gold mine with her. Mm-hmm. um i don't hate Liv. i do i do like Liv a lot but she still has some improvement
3: yeah she got a she don't have a you know a lot a long way to go but she got a lot of work to do i think she needs yeah, to work she... more on being more polished with her moves this is potential was there most definitely but she just has yes. to learn how to execute them cleanly without mm-hmm. like, you know, it was a choreographed yes. thing like you've been practicing and practicing and practicing but she yeah,
1: can we'll hardly agree with that. Let me ask you guys this. because um, someone, someone pointed this out. Um, a friend of ours came and she asked, she goes, what's the hype about Liv? And she said that these, that she's asked people before, and it's the same situation for anybody who gets an obsessive fan base. Um, they never gave her a straight answer. And I was just, you know, my response, you, we all had a response. Like I said, you know, we're just hungry for new blood in the women's division. Cause especially on the raw side, because it's getting a little stale. Mm-hmm. Now, Liv has potential to be a very big star. Same as Ruby. Um, but I am seeing the obsessive Liv Morgan fan base coming out in droves. And I've, it's and it's beginning the form where you cannot say anything bad about her because if you say something like, oh, you know, Liv still needs some work, you're automatically coming for her, that you hate her. <clears throat> what do you have you, guys, have? you guys seen that? Yeah. 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 I don't give a shit.
3: I, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know. I to talk my shit like, what's the fuck? Like, I can't say that about Liv. So basically. You got another set of stands for her. But when she was Liv, a part of the riot squad, oh, it was just she's just Ruby Black. But now because she done got repackaged, she got a little bit of swag to her. Everybody want to be on team Liv. Now, nah, son, I'm going to say the truth. And if Liv is okay, the bitch is okay. She's not great. She got a long way to go. She's fun to watch, though. I like the way Liv looks. I like her aesthetic. I like her (laughs) her gear. I do like some of the moves she do in the ring. She got a little Q-pop every now and then. It's cool. But Liv still got a lot more work to do because most of her matches are very short. So I want to see what she do when the match is longer than two or three minutes. But,
4: no, my thing about live and it wasn't hating towards her i was like i feel like okay good and i and i felt like um obviously out of the people who were in the chamber match with um
3: the chamber match her and Oscar were the most protected
4: because okay. her and Oscar, her and Oscar passed out they did not tap and that's always the mm-hmm. good way to protect someone and still have them lose. She still lost, but they it's, it's, just passed it's, out. It's, so that wasn't on their own validation. But my point was is that I felt like Liv is still good. To keep doing what they're doing with her, but I feel like um Ruby is more ready package.
2: Right.
4: I think she's she's a more complete package. I feel like that she's she's ready to go. Like she's ready to get pushed. Yeah. In my opinion, she should win. She should be the woman that wins the Money in the Bank this year.
1: Oh. Clever. Yes. Me and Nicole were sitting in a group chat, and we were coming up with like all the fucking cool ways, like Ruby, like, cause I love Ruby. Like, if I was 20 years younger and didn't give a shit, that's who I would look like. Like right now, I'm not even fucking joking.
2: You cannot give I, I a
1: shit now. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I'm suburban and Katrina, mom. And Katrina
4: too, before she goes off.
1: Yeah, I sure. know, it's awesome. we love you, Kay. <laughs> well, she you was
3: know, you. About nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna a about not a thing. <laughs> you can still anyway.
2: be that cool mom and get that ruby haircut and be wearing okay. her
1: green lipstick. Yeah. Yeah, I me couple years. When like let me let me go all gray and let me see how it look and then I'll be the one calling you, I shaved my head. What the fuck did I do? I crying. Yep, um I... <laughs> put on <her in> it. <laughs> oh, hey, but um I
2: love
1: I love Ruby's aesthetic. It's very pleasing to me. Um I love the fact that Sasha's husband put on her put on his um Instagram that Ruby came to him and she said she wanted Lars Erickson inspired gear for you guys who don't know Lars Erickson is in one of my favorite punk bands. Well, everybody's favorite punk band. You've always heard at least one song from them rancid and he's very old school, like gutter crust punk. Like in the beginning, it looked like pretty much he got his clothes out of dumpster. It, it was so, oh, so dirty. I loved it. um, and, um mm-hmm. he nailed it so good and you can tell she's comfortable in it like she you know like you can believe what she's selling you and we were talking about it and we were just like you know if she wins money in the bank she needs to like graffiti up the suitcase like you know the anarchy symbol where it's like the A where Mm. it's like the A with with like the A in the circle instead the A it needs to be an R she needs to spray paint and ruby, like, why it all over it? Yeah. She needs to, like, really, like, really punk it up. And it's like, don't tell people who you're gunning for. Like, just show up and, like, cause chaos and fucking destroy shit and graffiti shit and, you know, set Lana's wigs on fire and, you know, be <laughs> who I ready. Could do that myself. <laughs> and that's it. Like, be like the ninth. Late seventies, eighties, DC, don't give a shit, anarchy. Like, I love Ruby, I really do. (laughs) Like, cause like you don't. She's so unique in the WWE. She really is. And when I I saw
3: she got fat, I was excited because it was a different look. I could tell that she wasn't like the other girls. It's a new feel to it. I'm okay. I'm excited to see which she can bring to the table. Yes, I like Ruby. I think Ruby
2: is probably she. She's a great talker. She can sell anything. She really makes it work. And then on top of that, in the ring, she's combative. And that, that that's what I want. I don't always have to have like Becky's cool, but she she gets on my nerves. <laughs> So I I tend to tune Becky out because I'm like I know you don't believe what you're
3: telling.
2: Uh... I know you don't. I know you don't believe that shit. Like you, you you know damn well that you're not you're not at that level, but you've been put there, which is fine. But I'm just saying you're selling me wolf tickets, my G, and I just I just don't believe what you're selling me. I believe Ruby. I believe <laughs> Ruby okay. when she says. That, 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 that <laughs> she said that fucking Liz just got out of line. And she was like, she gotta be put back in her place. I was like, bitch, what?
3: And so you do it. Put her back like, in her place it's like she should be.
2: I like, oh, okay. She was like, I made these hoes. They came from me. I was like, okay, all these bitches is my son's. So I got you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, sell your shit. Stop it! I was like, I fucked with you on that, because if you really look back and you think about it, when well, nobody fucking with none of them until Ruby brought them up with the Ryan squad
3: that is Now true. true.
2: That
3: that I understand. Uh, Sarah came from the uh, May Young Classic. Liv was just, you know, dangling around on NXT, looking for. And a, you,
2: you going by what she said. What she says has some truth and validity. Now I I I can be impartial enough to say I don't really fuck with no heels like that, but I can fuck with you when you're real. And she was realistic. She was like that whole step out of so I gotta put her back in her place. And since Sarah wanna put her hands on me, she put that bitch back in her place.
3: Please put Sarah in her place. I was like, oh, did be-
2: around, huh, okay. that shit was hard for I was like okay that's the Ruby we've been waiting on that's what we've been asking for so now to me I feel like I don't know I know that Shayna was the girl and mm-hmm. y'all probably gonna say oh no 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 but the way I see it is they could have had a regular smuggler elimination tape <laughs> regular, like, ruby win the elimination chamber and be the one to go up against Becky. Mm-hmm. I see be a more interesting back and forth between those two than I do Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch. It's no shade for Shayna. Shayna cuts it's good. It's just slow. I just wanna see I want I wanted Ruby to get that that time. And I, I think that giving it to Ruby would have led to the possibility of having her go up against Shayna. And then it may have been, I don't know. I feel like that match would have given me a little bit more of what I want rather than watching Becky versus Shayna.
1: You know what really sold me on Ruby? And again, I'm like, tip, I'm not, I, it's weird. I'm starting to catch myself. I like entertaining heels. The thing that caught me with Ruby was when her and the riot squad went up against Natalia. Now, you, I did not like the storyline per se. Y'all have no yes. stance on that kind of shit. But Ruby and Natalia would go at it and I would watch her because Natalia, we all know Natalia is the talent seeker. If you can perform with Natalia Neidhart, you're good. If you can mm-hmm. make a good mm-hmm. match with her, you're, you're, you're golden. Exactly. Ruby. Ruby. <clears throat> Had a great match with Natty. She went on, like, before they had the tables match. She did a lot of one-on-one stuff with her. And to be honest, I could watch those two go at it, like, every day. And I would not get bored. Now they put Sarah and Liv in there. And you could see right through them. They were like fucking mm-hmm. Swiss cheese. Am I right or am I wrong? You Are you right? You're right. You're right. Now, now Liv has came. Oh, she, you can tell Liv has put in the work. I can't speak for Sarah because I just can't defend her anymore. <laughs> show me something and I can defend you.
3: No, but, show me. Let me show her the act the door, because I don't want to see it no more. Damn. It's a done deal. Because it's, it's like, I will, she, she can't work by herself. No. When that match no. against Charlotte, she couldn't even throw Charlotte in the ring. Charlotte had to roll herself in the ring. What
1: kind of shit is no. that? Lord have mercy, Jesus. No, but I'm just saying, it's like, that's what sold me on Ruby. I'm like, okay, because we've seen, even now, we see a lot of girls come in there who have a look, but, I mean, like, I love Lacey, but I'm the first one to say, Lacey was way too green to be on, to be already gunning for a title shot against Becky. Like, no. You go back Amen. and you watch that, if you go back and watch her her matches then when she first got called up to the main roster and you watch them now, there's a big difference. I and the fact and the factor yeah. is Natalia. Her Natalia had a, had these really great matches with Ruby. When it came to Sarah and Liv, they were mediocre at best. That's why For- they were pushing Ruby so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm because people liked her people liked her aesthetic she could wrestle and you know you were if you didn't like heels or you, you were a heel girl you're not a heel girl you wanted to see her and to be honest Liv and Sarah faded into the background they were more her like she said her groupies than stable mates Damn, she called them groupies that's like up <laughs> no, nah, I could have called them the mute twins. not nah, I would not. But they ain't that bad. <laughs> they, <laughs> nah, they But ain't. you know, just Ruby. Ruby's always been the star focal point out of the three of them, and I hope that WWE pulls the trigger and does that because I just, I just love Ruby, and I'm glad she's back. Because like, here's the thing: when Sarah and Liv were gone, nobody really noticed until one day someone said, "Hey, where's Liv?" And then we're like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen her. But when Ruby was gone, you could feel her presence was missed. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're upset because she wasn't going to be there. True. Exactly. So give me a personality to work with and be good and put her, if you, Natty needs to be, I don't mean to be taken over the conversation, but Natty needs to be that person. They put Ruby with Natty. They sold that match they put live with natty you could tell like Liv's gimmick was like just a brat that's all she was she was an annoying little brat with a blue tongue mm-hmm. like, and then sarah was like i like sarah because they're like yeah you know she's just a woodsy girl from kentucky who likes to hunt and i'm like okay and then i'm like oh Apparently. this is the personality we're <laughs> sticking with like okay Oh, she's married to one of the Viking Raiders? Are we gonna, We're just going to squeeze that in there every possible time we can now? Okay, okay that's, not a a that's not a personality trait either. Okay. we need to tell NXT that because
4: that's only because that's all they ever mention about Candace.
1: And Candace Ooh. is good. She, to, she doesn't need to be Johnny is a better Go- wrestler than
4: Johnny <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah,
2: candle, go go watch her. A better wrestler
1: fuck. than Johnny. She is. Go watch her, old, her old indie stuff, man. She she could out wrestle her husband, and I'm just all you know, I'm saying on that.
3: I'm not saying, you know, Candace, she is a, a great wrestler. She plays dead well. She's amazing at her job. Oh
1: <laughs> my candle
3: God. is boring. You
1: ain't shit, dog. No. Candle
3: is boring. No. <laughs> I'd rather watch Candle burn. And then the candle I no, away.
2: absolutely not. Because she has
3: no character. Like that's why she hadn't been really nowhere. She has no character. Her character has no substance. If you notice, her candles were right up somebody else's business. I mean, all is, that's all they do. Sure, that's all they make her do.
2: They actually Bailey didn't have no character
3: either. Bailey still born in the hell too.
2: Well, but it was the same. But they put they build Bailey high. They got Bailey up. Now she's one long, she is the longest ranging SmackDown Women's champion. So it's not that it, it's not possible. It can happen. You can need to give a little bit more to the character. Sure, but she's a supreme baby face. That's how she builds.
3: The thing my thing is like what is the character?
1: They don't give her one. All they call her is Johnny Gargano's <laughs> wife she can do that too that's what
3: nxt is for she don't like, have to
2: wait until they hand her something she can show who she, she is just by coming out there when they they don't give her a microphone often. i don't believe oh. i've ever heard her spoke on the, speak on the microphone she
3: spoke in spoke
2: public part where they actually be out man. there and i don't i i i heard her speak once during that time
3: that was Harder
1: it. That. <laughs> I, to do. <laughs> I ain't heard nothing else. What
3: well,
1: my, my mind's gonna blink on me. What was her nickname in the Indies? Killer Cupcake or something like that? Something cupcake? Uh, it was it was cupcake. It was like toxic was the toxic, like cupcake, the cupcake, was toxic cupcake. The killer cupcake, toxic cupcake, 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 something like that. But what? she was good. She was good and like more. She was good and she had
4: like a good personality, but they they watered her down so much for some reason when she went and she came to NXT. And so it was kind they, they of just like if they yeah. had
2: let
1: if they had let the Candice LeRae that we know, that me and Nicole know, run rampant in NXT, she would be owning that women's division right now. Like, that's what made me so mad when I watched NXT with the match for her before War Games. I'm like, what the fuck did they do to her? And then when the War Games came around, I'm like, okay, yes, this is the Candice LeRae I fucking know, but then they, like, watered her back down again. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? I've never had seen a
2: a bad Candice LeRae match. So that, I will give her. She's very good in the ring. She has a ring presence that nobody else has, and she's She's good. I don't take that from her. But I think what Don's problem is, and what a lot of people's problem is, is there isn't much else to Candice other than her performance. She's very reminiscent of what Ricochet is. I mean, you see Ricochet, yeah. you watch Ricochet, you're enthralled with Ricochet, but then it's like, okay, well, where's my soap opera part? Because most of us watch wrestling. We're used to watching the great matches, and we're happy with that. But you also have to be invested. So you're trying to find a reason to watch it, other than I'll get a good match out of it. So it's not necessarily that Candice isn't great. That part is not in question. It is her entertainment factor beyond putting on a good match. I don't mind watching Candace, but I do agree that there is some lacking to the complexity of her character. Like when Shackley Blackheart comes out there, you can see that there's something else to her other than, you know, the tank she comes out there with and the, the amazing moves she does in the ring. She has character. She has presence. With Candace, Candace is just a really nice girl who looks really nice and she's in the ring, and she can wrestle.
3: Absolutely.
2: You see what I'm saying? So a lot of people's problem is that's why they come with a candle is boring. That's, that's why they did <laughs> it. But in actuality, she does entertain. She just doesn't do it on the same level as a Bianca Belair would. Because you get with Bianca, you get the whole package you get somebody who can sell you a story and can make you invested, and you want to see if Bianca's going to be able to whoop that ass like she says. You know what I'm saying? You're like, okay, Bianca, I fuck with you. You got, you got my piece. You're going to do that. Even if she win or lose, you're going to watch it. But I can't say the same thing for Candace. You expect Candace to put on a good match, but I'll say I genuinely don't expect Candace to win majority of the time. And that's a damn shame.
1: And and
4: that's what makes me frustrated about it. Because Candace is so, and that's why I harp on, like, she is so, 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 so good. And, and like, and I joke and I was, and I joke about how I think she's the most, that she's the best wrestler in the house, in her house, which is true. Like, she really is to me, but. It's like Mm -hmm. they're doing fucking nothing with her.
2: I don't think Gargano has much of a character either. But I think what makes Gargano work is that he does put some work into the characters that he portrays. So when he's a face, of course, he puts a lot of emotion into him being that face. You can see it. It It's embodied. Okay. That part, I will say. He embodies what he's selling. When he's a heel, it's, I, usually it's up against somebody like Champa. So there's always some type of emotion to bounce off of with him. Last time he was a heel that I can recall, it was against Aleister Black or Ricochet, I want to say. And... I mean, you understood it. You're like, okay, well, he turned heel, of course. Now he's North American champion, cool. But he was just a typical heel. He, there was nothing special to Gargano. Tampa has a way of being a heel that you truly, honestly hate. He's, he just has a way of drawing that. Gargano doesn't do that. He's very middle of the road. So you can take or leave him as a heel you don't need to see him in that light velveteen's another one velveteen comes across whether he's a face or a heel it doesn't matter he has presence he has charisma and he understands that even though i need to be good in the ring i also have to sell you a story and sometimes the story has to be written as it go along, it can't already be in place. And with Gargano, most of his stories are already in place. His story rivalries are against Champa, so there's no
1: complexity to him either. You you got to be able to work with more than just one person to get a good match or a good storyline. That's how you get. I mean, I mean, it's like we can sit here and people are like, well, you know. Triple H and Shawn Michaels went at it a lot yeah but if Shawn or if Shawn and Triple H were going at each other there was a story there's history behind it you know like Triple H turned on Shawn because Shawn cleaned up his act or whatever and Triple H was like yeah fuck you whatever you're a stepping stone to get what I want and you know there's I'll be honest Nate and a lot of this might be like pissing a lot of people off um I didn't know who Johnny Gargano was until Candice LeRae goes, this is my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so if so <laughs> if, if Candice LeRae is only known as Johnny Gargano's wife, I only know Johnny Gargano as Candice LeRae's husband. As you should. I didn't
2: know who Candice was. I knew who Gargano was because they had already built him up. With DIY, and then they split them up. And then I was looking, the first time I started watching NXT was during their rivalry. So that's how I figured out who Champa and Gardano was. I didn't know who Candice was until Nicole told me who she was. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's where I left it. And that's, that's pretty much what I get.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. I just I don't get anything from Gargano. Like if you're gonna go heel, do like Finn and go completely batshit crazy heel. He don't like, have charisma. He don't have it. I just he don't you have. Don't.
4: It. Let
2: you don't. And let's be real, see. I
4: love Finn. Finn <laughs> has charisma. He can't talk that very well. It's not his fault. Ah. You know he. <laughs> it's not like he can't talk. He can't talk for very long. He's okay. He can't talk more. Two minutes, and that's
3: when <laughs> stuff starts starts going left. No, nah, she's right. And he starts slowing down and repeating himself. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you're just like oof. Cause the
4: followers she learned it from. Mhm. But um, you guys know, like, I'm just tired of Gargano. no offense. To people who love Champ, I know Taz one. I'm You're just sick of both of them. I'm sick of both that. of them. I'm sick of both of them taking up time on NXT. Is and this is, is no, not, be I'm done. being serious. I feel like that's very selfish of both of them. To be honest, especially for this tired like they've done this so many times. I'm tired. I don't want to see it anymore.
1: Okay.
4: But
3: over
1: okay. it. They well,
3: need. I what I would say is um they talk a lot about elevating wrestling. But you, you can't well, you. elevate wrestling just between the two of y'all. Or the Amen. three of y'all if you want to include Adam Cole because he in that loop too. That's true. It can't be, It can't be between the three of y'all. Y'all have to venture out. Let me wrestle that person. Let me put them on. Let me see what they got. You have to you have is y'all say y'all are family, but I'm not seeing a family thing. No, I'm the thing that Cole sets... people that's wrestling month after month after month. yeah mm. you got the
4: point. The that's that that I feel that's a little bit more different from Cole.
0: everybody and we're just going to take a small break from the festivities and we're just going to talk about the women of the month so it's women's month and we wanted to make sure we highlighted women every week that we do our podcast and this week since we didn't have time to include it in our episodes i decided to just do it on my own and i decided to highlight mercedes martinez so mercedes martinez started her wrestling career back in 2000 she originally was a basketball player um she enjoyed basketball because it was a great contact sport for her and she had been playing basketball from through high school and into college and she ended up suffering an injury in college that forced her to stop playing basketball so she segued into professional wrestling now she was trained by a man named jason knight and in October of 2000, and not even a month after, in November, she was able to have her first match, and she ended up winning her first match against a male wrestler. And in following that, and in 2001, she ended up wrestling for a promotion, um New England Championship Wrestling. And this was run by a promoter by the name of Sheldon Goldberg. Sheldon Goldberg loved her so much that he ended up building his women's division around Mercedes Martinez. Now, no Mercedes Martinez is wrestling in New England Championship Wrestling. New England Championship Wrestling is also a wrestling circuit that Sasha Banks came from. So, moving forward. She has been around the block on many occasions. Mercedes Martinez is a well-known name in the indie scene. She has wrestled for countless wrestling promotions, including some more prevalent ones like Ring of Honor and more recently for AEW. She's wrestled the likes of Awesome Kong, Victoria, Hayako I think that's how you say her name, and even Shayna Baszler. Um, Martinez also has been a part of both May Young Classics that WWE has put on. In the first May Young Classic, Mercedes Martinez went very far, making it all the way into the semifinals where she was ultimately bested by Shayna Baszler. In the second Mae Young Classic, she was not so lucky. She made it to the second round, but was ultimately defeated. From there, she has some small matches in NXT, but nothing too big. And as far as I can remember, nothing that was televised. She ended up leaving and wrestling in AEW. She was not signed to NXT at the time. She wrestled in AEW's Casino Battle Royal for the women in 2019. And she also wrestled on AEW Dark with Big Swole as a tag team. That ultimately, I guess, didn't lead to much and she ended up leaving and signing a contract with WWE in January of 2020 and she reported to the Performance Center. She was assigned to the NXT brand and she was put into the Battle Royal for the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship, which she did pretty decent in, although Bianca was the one who ended up winning that match. She also had a strong stint in the Royal Rumble, and of course she ended up having her very first victory on NXT against KCC. Now, Mercedes Martinez is a household name, 19 years. Plus years in the business she is one of the vets and probably one of the best female wrestlers wwe has picked up for a very long time she's highly decorated and when i say highly decorated that is not like mincing any words she is highly decorated multiple championships from cruiserweight championships tag team championships she's won queen and king of the ring in various promotions it is crazy how decorated this woman is from 2000 until now she has been wrestling so 20 years you could say she's been wrestling it'll be 20 years in october and she's been a professional wrestler she has her own website the latino sensation latina sensation i'm sorry and it shows her it features her show she has like a podcast like show called a stiff shot to the ear where she updates all her fans on all things her and she also has a section where you can watch all of her matches and buy her merchandise So I highly recommend that you guys check out Mercedes Martinez. Be on the lookout for her on the NXT brand because you never know when she might pop up and actually begin taking over. There are people in NXT that need that groundswell and Mercedes Martinez is one of them. And then with NXT on the verge for me and a lot of others like you've heard in the podcast before, possibly rebranding and you know shifting the focus from girls like Rhea ripley bianca possibly eo and what what have you mercedes is a perfect candidate for that so on behalf of the down for the count podcast We are ever so grateful that Mercedes Martinez has contributed to women's wrestling and respect her craft and respect her hustle. I'm glad she's in the WWE and I can't wait to see what she brings to the table. So you guys let me know what you think. You can always send voice messages on Anchor or you can make sure you send us messages on Twitter or Instagram. And I'll let you guys get back to the show.
4: Then the other two of them, is that um, I can see Cole would go up, and I think he's ready. I think undis- I think they're wrapping up all their stories in NXT. True. Mm-hmm. I think they are ready to go. Champa and Gargano, mostly Gargano, who said that they never wanna. Leave NXT, they always want yeah, I mean, well, to stay, blah, blah, forever, forever, forever. But awesome. I again, I think that's very selfish of them, especially for the people that they have coming in. Like, you're supposed to be building new stars. You have people like Austin Theory. Right? Austin mm-hmm. Theory is ready to go. You have people like Bronson Reed, right? who mm-hmm. they're just... Have them hidden in this weird limbo because they have nothing for him to do again. Because people Swerve. like Champa and Swerve is another one, Leo oh Rush is God. another one. Right. So that's that's just four people I named out the road. I just named for the job that need to get be put on TV more. But again, you have these people taking up time. And, that's and then you here, have here
2: if you leave, if they leave you'll lose ratings, but I think it'll do the opposite. I think you'll gain ratings because you're changing and you're not just forcing us to watch the same thing. You like being steady, but what you don't understand is it's time for people to move forward. The reason why Raw and SmackDown are still is because you don't have anything fresh to make it new again. You don't have nobody reviving the rosters. And we can't wait until you do the draft. Sometimes we gotta pull the trigger when it's time to pull the fucking trigger. This is yeah. very and it's, true. it's time.
4: It's time. It's time for them. It's time for them to go. And that's why I and I keep saying this is really selfish, but this is very selfish with Johnny. Um, Champa, I give him a little leeway on it because he has a massive injury and he has said before he would not be able to survive on a main roster schedule because of
2: his injury.
4: And that's fine. But it's completely put him in the understandable back for a little bit.
2: He said Johnny he'd no. be willing to be a producer back there. He said if exactly. I have to stop wrestling, I'll go in the back and produce. I'm like, fuck it. Sign the papers.
1: Okay. <laughs> so the so Not so because I don't want
2: to see him, but not to cut you off, Nicole, but not because I don't want to see him because I know y'all tired of him and that's fine, but I, I love Chance so I can watch him all day. So I don't have a problem with that, but just for the fact of the brand itself, and for the superstars in the back who don't get the same pay as you, and because you know what it's like to have to fight and scrape to come up and get to where where you are, it's only fair that you open the other door for somebody else. Somebody opened the door for you. So you need to do exactly. the same for people in the back.
4: And no one else, yeah. but NXT is good, but it's starting to get stale.
2: Because it's these,
4: these same people yeah. and these same storylines,
1: and they have—I mean, and it goes for the men and women too. Because like I was—I like Rhea, but I was never a fan of her. Of just like she just walked in and you know just won against Shayna when like Bianca and everybody else had been going for that belt for months, That's and she true. just she just walks in and she takes it. And I'm just like, oh, so all that work that Io Shirai put in, all that work that fucking, uh, oh fuck, like she went through so many people in NXT, like Bianca, and Io yeah, Shirai, all that. You know. Yeah. You know, but if you're gonna say that about Rhea,
2: then you can say the same thing about Shayna going to Raw and bypassing everything and being
1: the one that oh, yeah. goes because- I have. Said it, I said, I don't like, it. I liked it when she first showed up, but when she, the lip, when they basically had elimination chamber where she was going to be the one to win, I'm like, they're literally doing the same thing here that they did in NXT with Rhea Ripley. And yeah, it just, it makes but me honestly,
4: mad. the thing is I'm more convinced about Shayna being Rhea is.
3: I think the, the issue lies with with and, um, us knowing the somewhat of the backstage politics, so it's really no surprise element no more. But at the same time, they don't allow the surprise to be there.
2: That's no. true. They make it very um, obvious, yeah. which is like I didn't
3: want to. No, a little bad. Like, I didn't want to know that Monday night Edge was going to show back up to confront Randy Orton. Let me figure right. that shit out. Just Did Randy that Orton popping so, poppin up. i so
2: fucking so. mad. I think it should have been a surprise, too.
3: They want like, like to tell everything.
2: Yeah, like they do used to do back in the day where you would sit and you would watch it, and then all of a sudden, you know, The Rock's been gone for three weeks. And then he just show up, and they're like, whose car is that? And they show up, and it's the rock. And he come running down there, whooping everybody's ass. He used to love that shit. That used to be yeah. awesome.
3: These but, days, you know what's going to happen.
2: Hell yeah, because all the dirt sheets ruin it. And I try real hard to. I try real hard to avoid it. But they be so on it. And then... Sometimes they ruin the
1: fun of wrestling. I just, I mean, I mean, because I was for Shayna, I like the fact that I'm not gonna, before anybody says anything like, oh, you're just jumping on the Shayna hate wagon. No, I was excited when she showed up. She just showed up out of nowhere, raised hell, and left. And she did it again. And I'm like, okay, this girl's causing chaos. But then after I watched Elimination Chamber, I'm like, okay, so this is what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Backroom break match? Because, I mean, they are they really going to have Becky be champion for a full year? Or then they're going to have mean, her do it again?
0: Oh, no,
4: not again, but um, okay. Shayna.
1: And this is what I said
4: man. when, when Mania was still more of like a thing. Um, I said, I don't know <laughs> if I said this on a group chat or on Twitter or something, but I was like, I can't watch I said, that Becky. I was like that Becky and fucking, um, Shayna match gotta go early. I can't, I couldn't, okay. I said I
3: wouldn't be able Let's to watch this past show opener.
4: Yeah. I said, this gotta be, I said that had to be the second or third match
3: of the night I, God bless both. I wouldn't of be able to sit there longer. Slow. It just moves slow. And it's like I like Shayna's
4: style a little bit more, but I said I can't. I'd lose my mind because she, because <laughs> WrestleMania is already 15, 15 days and thirty nights. Let alone <sighs> me. Because
1: <laughs> you know that if that match goes longer than ten minutes, I will be like, what the fuck is this?
3: I'll yeah, I said it too, and it can't
1: be longer than it had to be five
4: to eight minutes. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it longer than that. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> at you that
1: know, point. I'm same,
3: gonna try finding shit to do.
1: Same goes for the Bria Charlotte match. I, I'm not looking forward whether they have the match at the performance center on NXT or whatever the deal is. I am not looking forward to this. This has no hype for me. and Because Charlotte's going to have to do all the work. Gonna, they're not going to send Charlotte back to NXT. There's no fucking way. She, yeah. But
4: then this also, is, Charlotte's going to be doing most of the work the whole match.
1: Absolutely. You know, so I think she NXT, is going to NXT. What is she going to do at NXT though? Same thing he did
2: on the other round.
3: Beat Charlotte. Beat everybody. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying. <laughs> I'm not watching. I'm not even on the front.
3: Beat everybody for the untimed time.
2: We I think just talked to send Rhea over. They heard a Smackdown, and they gonna keep Charlotte on NST for a little while. Well, you
4: still like, like, you know played. what?
1: If that's the case, then you know what? It's going to be just like Gargano and Champa, and they're going to bury that women's division if she goes over there. Because if you're going to have, if you're going to have some, no, think about it, Charlotte Flair, you're going to have someone go down to NXT, and you're going to have women that you've been building up, and you're just going to have them lay down and take the pin from her. That's going to kill your entire women's division.
4: But you gotta think though, Alexis. Okay, so oof, Ring of Honor is on the
1: ghetto. <laughs> Does this surprise um, anybody I'm at this point? Not, I'm
2: not saying that. I'm not saying what you're saying is not true. I don't think it will be a burial for the women's division. You have to think she just couldn't be of, there too long. Yeah, I'm saying she'll be there till about Summerslam. That's still too long. I don't think so because by then Bianca probably will be pulled up too and EO Shirai will be back and she's probably going to be the one to take the title off of Charlotte. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> just, I B- think so too. Bianca cannot stay in NXT any longer. She's almost
1: too big for it. She is too well, big y'all said, the same, y'all said the same thing When Lesnar won the belt from Kofi and we're going, what, how many months later? Like,
2: no. Oh, I never said
1: said that about Lesnar.
4: (laughs) I said he's going to
1: hold that for a minute. As soon as he got it, I said
4: he's going to hold it. He's going to hold it until they find someone big enough to drop it for him. And to be completely honest, I really don't think he's going to drop it at Mania.
1: I do.
3: I don't think so.
1: But we just got done talking about How guys like Gargano and Ciampa are not giving the guys in the back who people, I mean, like, no offense to them because people do want to see them, but we don't want to see them all the time. We want you, you have the people back there to do it. You really want to send Charlotte Flair back to NXT so she can just (sighs) be dominant and like, because you know how wrestling fans are.
2: Oh, well, well.
1: Charlotte's, Charlotte's a, EO like, okay, Charlotte's, that, it it would have been,
2: it'd be a waste of time to put Charlotte in the Royal Rumble, have her challenge for Rhea Ripley's belt, and then for her to work hard in that match, selling all the real shit, and then <laughs> to lose it in the <laughs> end, and go back to the main roster with egg on her face.
3: That's clown shit right there.
2: Hell no, I don't think that's gonna happen. That bitch gonna be in NXT Women's Champion. You might not mm-hmm. like it, you might hate it, you might say it's a burial for the women's division, but most of the women you talking about are gonna be buried. I ain't
1: gonna be there no more. I
3: mean, think about it.
1: Like this. Yeah, because yeah, be I think. Charlotte wins, I'm not watching NXT. It's I'm giving her the Tessa Blanchard. As long as Tessa holds that belt, I'm not watching Impact. As long as if Charlotte Yay! wins that NXT I am not watching NXT. I don't know. I, I'm I'm, I wouldn't I mind.
4: Anything so, back thing, on it. so my thing is about Charlotte. Charlotte has never been about... She's not a selfish wrestler. Like She's mm-hmm. not selfish in the ring. I don't so that's why I wouldn't mind her being there for a short period of time. I really wouldn't because that would be so, that'd be such a better victory for whoever takes that belt from her. Sure. So you think about EO that comes back. EO's the next person that she needs, she's going to be the next person.
2: Yep.
4: I think okay. there, and I think her, honestly, and if it wasn't for her getting injured, I think she would have been more towards going towards this um whatever the fuck this is whatever we're doing for for mania mania light um (laughs) i think she would have been more geared towards that but obviously injuries happened so that didn't work out that way which is fine um but at the same time um It's really? just I and I wouldn't mind her being down there. I wouldn't mind her being down there because it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much. Um and I can't I can't see her being down there for very long either.
0: So, so that's maybe why
2: maybe till SummerSlam possibly till the next NXT Takeover.
4: Yeah. I'll, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying like I I'm not I wouldn't be mad about it because the people that she's technically would mess up, like, Bianca's probably going to go up soon. Yep. If not now. She yep. needs to get moved up. Who else? I was... I forgot. I was naming people who need to go up. She need to go up. Chelsea Green Gre- Green ain't really... Chelsea Green ain't going to be an NXT champion. Um, oh. Move her up with um,
0: Robert
4: Stone. Uh, we don't have enough... Um, we don't have enough managers so move her and Robert um who move her and Robert um all three of them up make them a tag team have him be their manager so that's the three people gone
1: um
4: who else I said this the other day I named like a shit I named like five people honestly um Vanessa and um or honestly they could move um no, because I want them to have the tag belts. Leave Casey and Lacey down there. Um, move up... <sighs> who are the Fashion Nova twins? twins? Whatever their name is. <laughs> oh, Vanessa barn and Aaliyah. She, okay, yes. They, they I
2: saw on on the um, uniform she be wearing.
4: Yes, oh, okay. move them up.
3: Um, move who
2: them up. Who
4: out. else? Ooh. I can't think ah. anybody else. Right mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah, move them up. Um, there they can be enhancement talent. Um I said Tony needs to go somewhere. Tony not somewhere, that sounded really rude. Um Tony <laughs> needs to get um needs to get put somewhere. She's like a Bianca, she's becoming too big for NXT, especially NXT UK. I think she's too big over there. Oh um, see Tony on um SmackDown. Yeah.
2: Mm, yeah.
4: And also, they need to rearrange the women's division a lot. Um, yeah. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they never should have got moved
3: from Raw. I think mean, they um, moved them because they, did they, did they, yeah. yeah. they didn't have a match. Why did they get the moved? They didn't have a tag
1: team They didn't well, they have a tag team. They
3: had one. They
2: had one. They had Mandy
3: and They didn't even trust
1: the tag They're kidding I don't know to
2: Listen, I don't I at, know
4: why they moved them. I thought that was weird. They should have just left him on Raw. Um, they should have left at, them at Raw. Um, who else needs to get moved over? They need to split Mandy and Sonya.
3: Send Sonya wow.
1: look at this Raw. Sonia Sonya can't talk that match. good,
4: so leave her on SmackDown. Move
3: Mandy to Raw.
1: I I like that
3: that direction. I'd rather have Mandy I
1: on she can't no, Mandy needs to oh, go no. back to NXT. She needs to be Mandy back down of that. Back down. <laughs> Mandy get cracks Scarlett, under to Get Charlotte get show her how that shit's done. Like, wanna be a bonbon blonde You better let the best show you how to do it.
2: Mandy
4: can't also, talk. And this is very this is very selfish of me. I also just want Gargano and Champa and um Undisputed to go somewhere so they can make room Earth. for Killer Croc.
2: Killer Croc. <laughs> I, I, I knew it. She's, <laughs> so, she's so transparent.
4: <laughs> but it's true. No, Same no, thing. No, with Austin. Austin. Austin Theory is a fucking star. Swerve is a star.
2: Swerve yes. is missing,
4: yes. Swerve is missing something. I don't know what he's missing, but something isn't there.
3: He's missing not- the intensity in his character. It's there in his wrestling, but his character is yeah. like it's, it's there, it,
0: but it it, he got to push it out a little
2: way.
3: bit more.
0: That yes,
3: that,
4: I think yeah, that's what it is. I said something he's like he's like a that's cookie that's like that's like still wet in the middle.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a
3: cake that's still wet in the middle. Cause I can see I him and Austin going at it and it being good. Yeah.
1: You know who yeah. I see going up to the main roster soon? Who? Like within this year probably. Who is that? I I see Keith Lee going up to one of the main roster shows sometime Hell this year. Yeah. Oh, as soon as he drops the they're back, gonna he's going up. For- he's they're not keep, they're not gonna
4: let him. Um Vince mm-hmm. is obsessed with him apparently. Yeah. That's Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman is a huge. He ain't going As soon, as soon as he drops that belt, he is not yeah. going to be in NXT. And if they're gonna do that, just take Mia with him. Yep. <laughs> Mia. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of girls back. There's a lot of girls back there. Make room for Shotzi. Make room for Shotzi yep. and Scarlett. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. So when these, that's why. But Undisputed would be able to handle being on the main roster.
2: True. As
3: long they as they don't break them
4: together.
3: They have to say They're not going to break them up. They better not. Because not everybody everybody's be a faction. They're
2: going to Raw anyway. They are factions, and they're going to Raw.
4: Yeah.
2: Like, Paul Heyman's is going to grab them at the first second he can. Because he likes Undisputed era.
3: Yeah, that's how who he Adam loves Adam Cole. In. I was send the new day to Raw, just because of the fact that Raw needs the tag team. It needs tag team. Um, fucking what the fuck I'm trying to say. I needs
1: help everything right now. Raw. No, so if like that's what it is.
3: they need we no tag the tag the men's
4: tag divisions and the main roster in general need help.
3: Both of them. both sides. Women's nice. tag nice. book club gotta be. It's
2: such a book club.
3: It is a book you club. You said the book club. I'm up. done with you. It I am
2: done with you. Up. That's
3: a book club. I can't stand it's you. That's a book club.
2: Shut your
3: ass up, guys. Just shut up. Just shut <laughs> up. <laughs> That's you a book see. club. You know that. We all know it's a book club. You ain't shit, yo. Like <laughs> it ain't
2: like they doing anything for real. Who? He said they ain't doing that with the women's tag division, but it ain't much of a tag division. So, well, I mean, that's why I
4: said it needs to go. Um, it needs to get. They need to move those um, belts to NXT for a time period. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like there's so many women down there,
0: and
2: they have um, well, that they have on the on the live show. They make yeah. teams up, and they got MJ and what's that the Is that girl
3: saying too? No, it's um. What, it's something. It? what a K. It ain't Casey, but it, I think it's Kaden. I, I don't know. It's K something.
1: You know who I would like to see her show up in in NXT, and y'all are gonna think I'm fucking weird, but I would just love to see her show up one day in in NXT. Who is that? big swole. Mm. Oh, she
4: won't. Oh yeah, that ain't happening.
1: I think it would be... Just think how rad that would be. Like, just wild card one day, she just shows up out of fucking nowhere. Because, like, I love the read she did on Britt Baker this week. That was fucking rad. Like, she, I, think she, I, I like reason.
4: her on AEW because she's going to elevate the division because God knows they need fucking it. I can't see her going over to NXT, A, because the women's division over there is starting to get bloated. That's why I said Bianca's going to go up, and whenever Keith um, Keith gets moved up, he uh, Mia should just go up, too, because I don't think they're going to make her NXT champion. I don't think they should keep on—this is my opinion how I would book NXT, but this is just me—I wouldn't keep any women down there. Unless I'm going to make them tag champions or I'm going to potentially make them um, a women's champion or their enhancement. Other than that, you don't need to be down there. True. Everyone else who has. So that's what I'm saying. Like the Mias need to go up. Um, Deanna, Chelsea, they're going to they will be good enhancement on the main roster. Move them up. They need more. We need more just women in general. Right. Um. Excuse me, sorry, Burke. I'm trying to drink this tea. My fucking sinuses <laughs> are killing me. My sinuses. Yeah. Oh my god, this is a nightmare. Um, and then what else? And then um, yeah. So any no one who's not going to be a women's champion or a tag champion or enhancement should not be an NXT. There's too many fucking people down there now. So
2: Way do like too many people in the performance fluff, Get rid of some of your uh-huh. fluff. Get rid of some of your fluff and let the rest yeah. of them
4: rebuild the division. Exactly. It's time for them to to start rebuilding the di- division. It's good. All these girls got to go. They got to go somewhere. Yep. They don't, I don't know if they want to go home or what, but they need to oh. <laughs> says, go home.
3: next thing. go it's home. go so home. You don't
4: necessarily no. got to go home, but you got to go somewhere. So but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because who I'm, else did they sign? Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell's been doing um, really good. She just started um, touring. Also, you have Jake Atlas who is there. They mm-hmm. really need to make room for him because he's going to be a big deal. Not only because he's really good, but he could be a potential first openly gay world champion oh, you know, really for WWE. Him. So that's what I'm saying. Like you, They got tons of them. So I'm like, them niggas got to go. You got to make room for these people. <laughs> And also for the woman who also isn't even though she just started, you have Simone Johnson down there.
3: Yeah. Oh,
4: they're and gonna she push she's doing pretty good. Yeah, I heard she's I heard she's really good and I heard she's a natural, but surprise, shocker, a whole family's naturals.
3: Yeah. Okay. It and this is. isn't this isn't gotta stereotyping. Work on, um, camera direction. Biggest issue, but other than that, they say she got everything pretty much down pat and catching on pretty fast.
4: Yeah, but she's 18. But that's like the hardest thing to figure out is um camera camera angles. That's super hard. So if that's like one of the only main issues that she has, then that's amazing. But um, you got to make at least yeah, and you that's tons of room that's need that's going to be made for her because regardless of that's going to be a big deal she was signed by herself basically she was announced by
1: herself she had a whole yeah. big old yes. big and old they thing they never do that they never do that it's always like groups of six or something they never have just one person yeah. announced even when they signed killer cross and they announced that he was with someone else too
4: he was yeah. with timothy
1: thatcher yeah which she's, i
4: love i can't wait to see him pop up and sorry UK. i
1: couldn't remember his name
4: Oh no, you're good, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: I want her to succeed because I know a lot of people are gonna want Simone to fail. I don't want her to fail. At the same time, I don't want her to be like an exact copy of her dad. Let her have her own personality. Let her, let her have her own signature and finisher. She does not need to be doing people's elbows. She she doesn't need to be doing the rock bottom. She needs to I would to love that. Herself.
3: She doesn't really want know to though. She will be. So that's a I want not see her doing. But if she does she I, I don't,
1: don't think she, she would do it. No, if she did it in like a match Like, like no, if she did it in a batch, whereas like her and the other girl have been going at it and she pulls out like the rock bottom for like a desperation move, that I would you know, that I, I would be like, Okay,
3: you're saying. you're saying she don't rat. need to that's make it her, bread her part butter. of her
1: stable yeah yes. right she needs to be her own person cuz let's face it WWE has this nasty little habit when they have second third fourth generation stars come in cuz we are now looking at the fourth generation of superstars holy shit i feel first old ever. Um, <sighs> first ever first ever fourth a girl. Generation Crazy. and she's Samoan she's the first Samoan black fourth generation wrestler this girl beat everybody okay <laughs> they just have this because they did it to Cody they did it to um, Curtis Axel when he showed up they tried to do it to Bo and, and Bray and it's well, like it wasn't please much to Axel. he had to take on something well you know like when Curtis Axel first came they gave him his dad's theme music like, I what was, the fuck? That was I mean, terrible. Everyone's like, everyone's like well, well Natty has the heart foundation thing. I'm like, yeah, because I get it. They she all, is but a- they
4: all use it, though. That's They weird. all have they that.
1: They use it. Use that? They have that riff at the beginning, because you know who's about to come out. But it wasn't like, it's straight up, they're not like, oh, here, Natty, we're not even going to try. Just use your dad's entry music. Like well, why did they he try to like to use his father's music? What is he think, saying?
2: This
3: is the
1: music I want to come out to. I think she doing it. But, you know, it's, but it's, what I'm just saying is. is, is that they try to, they try to pigeonhole them into being characters of just like their parents. Because like Natty, for the longest time, they were kind of tr- like when she and Beth were rolling together, they kind of made Beth like Brett and her she, and Natty was kind of being like Jim. Like, can we just be, like, 100% real about that? They trying to make her her dad. Like, she was just the backup, and she was the one doing the dirty work while Beth, you know, did everything else. Like, she was, okay. you know, maniacal, the maniacal laugh and all that, and I'm watching this, I'm like, they trying to make her like her dad. What the fuck? They was advocate and say that they didn't do anything, that these wrestlers embodied
2: their parents because they, they admired them. Natalia yeah. idolized her father. So I'm sure that meant everything to her to be able to do that. And I think with Curtis Axel, he said it himself, his father was his hero. So I think with him coming out to his father's scene, that probably was a dream that he had been dreaming for a very long time. So I don't necessarily believe that the WWE is just like, take your father's shit, go out there. I think, Most of the guys who come in under their fathers and mothers or uncles or whoever, they idolize them. So being able to follow in their footsteps means everything to them. And even if it means I can come out there and I get to come out, you have to think I'm raised in wrestling. I see my father come out to this music every week. This is all I know. This is what I see. This is what I want to be. So when you come out and you get to come out to your father's music that probably meant everything to Curtis Axel. So I wouldn't you as WWE was just branding him as another version of
1: his father, I see it more like that kid got to live out his dream. I get it. I'm not taking anything away from him if that was his dream, but I don't want them because let me just ask this. Do y'all always, because like, let me just ask: do Y'all always like if you were striking out on your own in a business that your parents were in, whether it was your mom, your dad, your grandparents, whoever. Yeah. Okay, would you always like if you if you rewatch yourself? Because let's face it, we're all fucking vain at one point or time. Especially <laughs> like like ooh, I'm gonna listen. to, i fucking was on Raw last week. I'm gonna go fucking watch it. You know, like whatever. <laughs> and if you si- if you sit there and all you hear on commentary is them going okay say like okay say like me if my dad oh my god if my dad was a wrestler i'd die laughing okay let's let's do realistic if my mom was a women's wrestler back in the day (laughs) and um you know i i had my first match i got signed to wwe all on my own nothing had to do with her i did it all by myself and i i went back and i watched I watched my first bra match. I was excited, you know, like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't win, but still cool. I'm living my dream, you know, whatever. And Mm -hmm. I go back, and I hear the commentary. And all they do, and they have done this, and you guys cannot deny this, all they do is talk about their parents. So if I busted my ass in a match, say it was against Natalya, I put on a show, I still lost. The entire time they are trying to compare me to my mom wouldn't that piss you guys off though like if they're trying to compare you to somebody who's done it before like one of your parents or whatever because I know I'd be like don't talk I'd be like "Nope, nope I do don't compare me to my parents I'm not nothing to do with her. Nope, don't, mom. Why you? What do you mean they're they're gonna make us a mother daughter tag team? Mom, you're like 60 years old. Please don't do this. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
1: don't get me wrong. I don't deny
2: what you're saying is true. I do believe that at some point, like take Randy Orton for example. I'm gonna be honest. I never knew who the hell Cowboy Bob Orton was, and I didn't, I didn't realize who he was until my father told me who he was. And then I went and I searched for him. And I was like, okay, so he's just like a glorified sidekick for me. Brandy mm-hmm. Orton is not his father. Okay? So I'm not saying that all children who come through are like, yeah, I want to be like my dad. But I am very sure that Randy Orton did idolize his father, but he didn't want to necessarily be his father. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be bigger and better than his father. So he chose a different way to do it. But he was also given a door to go through, okay? So if you're handed an opportunity to to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, you got Triple H on your side, of course you're going to be able to brand yourself different because you have the tools and the information to be able to do so. Now, I don't think that all child wrestling guys who come up under their parents are coming into WWE or any other wrestling circuit want to be their parents i think at some point they've lived out that dream and they're trying to create their own niche in history which i agree with you on you should be different but i also understand the other side of the coin i can understand growing up and watching your father and idolizing him if you notice a lot of them do embody pieces of their parents the rock did it with his father his father was very charismatic very much ladies man like, you know what I'm saying? He had yeah, we all know about that. I don't thought. He had the position somebody <laughs> who was charismatic and ladies man like like that. So when The Rock came about, The Rock was able to take what he saw but make it his own. And I'm very sure that Simone doesn't want to be the Rock's daughter. She wants to be Simone. So I'm fine with that. I still want to see her do a rock bottom. I want to see that shit. Okay? I want to see it. Like, she doesn't have to do it every week. Okay? That don't need to be a permanent signature move of hers. But it needs to be in her arsenal. Like, every Samoan does the Samoan drop. Okay? All of them do it. Every single one of them. You learn that by the time, too. So everybody does it. It's a move that's, that's done by all of them. No matter if they're in the Fatou lineage or not, they are all they all do it. So I'm not saying that everybody has to do what Curtis Axel did or what everybody else is doing. No, but I don't have a problem with them following in their parents' footsteps, literally one step inside the other. I don't have a problem with that as long as eventually they blossom into
0: their own.
1: And I and I get that. It's just in my head. I'm just thinking of Ted DiDiase Jr. and when he came out he had the he had the the you know million dollar man title and I know that belt don't mean spit it was never not it was never canon but it was still part of the million dollar man's brand you know um, Right. Huh? and they oh, like, all yeah, they
4: out here still Oh, uh, like, that's not
1: funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like they didn't. I mean, I'm not saying uh, did Teddy D'Avosci Jr. impressed me as a wrestler. No, you could tell he wanted to do it, but automatically they're like, "Well, we're just gonna get make you go by your dat, your name, your actual name." And we're going to make you a carbon copy of... Like, we're going to attempt... Because, let's face it... The, the million-dollar man was an asshole... But he was a charismatic asshole... Like, he but really made me fucking hate him... But
2: Ted don't have
1: but, it... Ted, no, he didn't... But they tried... Well, he had to... to
2: he him. utilized what his father left behind... Because he just didn't have it...
3: What's like, that belt? That's oh, all yeah.
2: he took... His biggest claim to fame was the legacy his father left behind... That's why they paired him with Orton and Cody. That's why they put all three of them together because at that time there wasn't much substance to Cody either. They were trying with Cody, but he wasn't giving you much. So they put him with Orton, just like they
1: put Dibiase with him. Who? Who was the mm-hmm. other guy in Legacy? There was a fourth member in Legacy, and I can't remember. If it was a the fourth life person. Life. I was a
3: curious.
1: No, there was a fourth. There was a fourth. Oh, he was one of the Samoan dynasties that flushed out. He was, what? A, he was a yeah. He, I a, Ooh, was on.
4: he a cousin? There's yeah. like five. There's too many of them. It's tiring. It makes me exhausted.
2: Let me see. I'm looking it up right
1: now. Hold on.
2: I always thought it was just the three of them. I never thought it was four of them.
1: But, but then there again,
2: was, I didn't know that, that other dude I forgot. was in evolution and. and
4: well, that's like how I forgot how many people were in Right to Censor until I was watching, start watching Armageddon's. And I was like, I only swore it was like three people in here.
3: The it was
2: five. It, oh. it, it, it was. A, in a, in a, Jacqueline a snooker. was in there. I, Ivory was in there. What's the other dude's name? Uh, Steve My, Val
1: Venus. Val Venus. It was, oh, this is interesting. They were Tamina's. They were Tamina's relatives. They were Snooka's, Sim and uh, Manu.
0: Mm.
1: They were in in Legacy. They were, they were hot second members of Legacy. I don't know about the Sim one. I don't, but I know with uh, the Manu, he had ego. He had an ego man. Like he he rubbed a lot of guys in the locker room the wrong way because he walked in. And he was kind of like the opposite of what, like, Simone's been where he walks in and he goes, yeah, you know, I'm Jimmy Snooker's son. You need to, like, bow down to me and show me respect. And everyone else is like, oh, fuck you, dude. Like, we ain't doing shit. Like, Right. I don't remember like, my He to- was, in, okay, he's kind of coming back to me because he was in Legacy. Oh! Fortin like, oh! Joined. And then Cody okay. turned on him, and then they kind of gave him the they kind of gave him his walking papers because they're like, "Yeah, you're a prick. No one wants to work with you and your attitude, shit." Wow, that w- I don't even fucking remember that. So that just goes to show you, like, yeah, you could also, you could be a third, second, third generation kid coming into wrestling, but you do not walk in there with that attitude. Is could you imagine if Roman walked in there with that kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm one of the hedge I'm, I'm Seeker's kid, blah blah blah. Like, dude, no one gives a fuck who the head shrinkers are anymore. Like they were big back they in the day, but who no cares?
3: Heard-
1: yeah. Oh my the headbutt, the the unbreakable skulls of the Samoan. Wow, that is so fucking racist nowadays.
3: Oh, Maybe he should have. <laughs> Maybe we wouldn't have got Seth in front of the, in our face every damn night. Oh. Oh. oh, don't blame oh me for that. My
1: God. Yeah,
3: if, we ever,
1: if we ever get merch, we're putting that on a shirt. <laughs>
0: Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. Ain't got no more. So we'd like to thank Dime Rex for coming to the show and having a laugh for us, giving us his opinion and working with us. We appreciate it. If you want to follow Dime Rex on his Instagram, you can. It will be in here somewhere. <laughs> you can follow him at Don Rex underscore, or if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you already know the drill. Add down for the count, 19 on Twitter at d4tc underscore podcast on instagram if you have ideas certain topics you want us to discuss you can always hit us up on social media or send us a voice message through the anchor app all right so i'm gonna get out of here and let y'all have it don't forget to look out for wednesday's episode which will be the top five and i promise you it's hilarious and you are not going to want to miss it. It's funny, and it it will take your mind off of all of the troubles that you're having right now. I pray that everybody's safe, happy, and healthy. Please practice social distancing, washing your hands. If you don't have access to hand sanitizer, alcohol works just fine. Just put it in a bottle or just dab some on your hands. Keep your hands clean. Keep your baby's hands clean, and make sure you stay safe until they give us the word that we can go out. All right? I'll talk to you guys later, and on behalf of Down for the Count, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.